Hello, I'm Russell Bishop. No one knows precisely what tomorrow holds in store, but everyone agrees our wetlands are vital and in a drying climate need to be actively cared for. In this episode, we meet some people with a proven passion for the Belia wetlands and ask them to share their vision for the future of this exceptional place. When Safe Belia Wetlands was um, taking the government to the Supreme Court, we realised that they would need to become an incorporated association. So at the same time, we set up this, the Coburn Community Wildlife Corridor to say, this is our vision for the future. When we do save this land, we wanted to tell people what that future of the land would be. You know, here is a, a much better resource. And so we incorporated the two organisations together on the same day. And when we won, the Coburn Community Wildlife Corridor took a 50-page document to the government saying, this is the rehab that we want to take and, and to be happening. We need this done, this done and this done. Things like the weed management, taking out the limestone paths, putting in proper fencing and, and these sorts of things. Hi, I'm Kim Javnix and I was convener of the Coburn Community Wildlife Corridor. It's five years since we started rehabilitating that land in the understanding that row eight will never go through. I am now very confident that that road will not go through the Beely wetlands. I have slight hesitation that some of the other road um, reserve may not be placed in, in our nature reserve, which is what we want, this 10 kilometre nature reserve going from the Beely wetlands all the way to the, the waves at the, at the beach. So I think the establishment of the Beelia Regional Park in particular was important for the uh, conservation of the uh, Coburn, Quinana uh, and Melville wetlands because most of the properties in the Beelia Regional Park are uh, wetlands and uh, there are about 25 different wetlands in the Beelia Regional Park and uh, that was a big step forward. The wetlands also are important uh, from national and local perspective in that they provide um, habitat for wildlife breeding sites for many of the water birds, particularly the, the black swans, the black ducks, coots. Also uh, around the edges of the wetlands, the uh, uh, willy wagtails and the grey fantails nest in the paper barks. Um, and they're also important, of course, to farmers in an economic sense in that they provide summer pasture and water supplies for their livestock. My name is Philip Jennings. I was the foundation chair of the Coburn Wetland Centre. It's time to expand the regional park system. The government seems cautious for some reason. The department is cautious also because they reckon they don't have enough money to, uh, to take on any more, but there are five or six uh, regional parks waiting in the wings, mostly government-owned land. Uh, there will be management costs, but that needs to happen before the properties get overwhelmed by urban expansion. We're going to be working on a reconciliation plan for the centre, and that's never been done before, so that's a, a great step for the um, committee to show that respect to the Aboriginal community. And I always encourage the Aboriginal community to come over and just go for the walk, go for a walk in the bush. 
when the road protests happened, uh, initially I sat on the sideline just watching and observing and and I would come up and go for a drive through and, and see what was going on and people were standing um, and saying no to row eight. Anyway, I had someone contact me and, and they spoke to me about the bridge going over Bibra Lake. And I said, well, if they put the bridge over Bibra Lake, things will start to happen and they will not be happening from a current situation. And they will be happening so that people don't know who did it. And I said, and that's not what you want. Uh, for building a bridge over a sacred site, as far as I'm concerned, because that's what water is. This is a traditional site. It's called Wallyabup, and Bibra Lake is um, part of the Wallyabup Dreamtime track. And I think those people who stood up and fought against that bridge being built need to be patted on the back because a lot of people, I don't think they realised how close that bridge came to be being built. My name is Marie Taylor. I'm the elder in residence at the Wetland Centre. I have a, a dream that uh, this place will link into tourism um, because I think it's got everything that an organisation can offer um, for tourists. You've got the Aboriginal um, and traditional culture that can be offered. You've got a environmental educational program that's being offered here. I think my favourite part has always been to come here and see the bush and be able to just stand under a tree and listen to the sounds of the bush and be silent because I think sometimes we forget about how our lives are so busy that we forget about coming and relaxing under a tree. And for me, whenever I come here, I just come Sometimes I make a cup of coffee and I go out the front and sit it on the tables and just look into the bush. And um, um, sometimes I'll see birds flying everywhere uh, and sometimes they're just sitting quietly and they realise that I'm not walking, I'm not moving, I'm just sitting. And sometimes they will sit with me. The Coburn Community Wildlife Corridor has a vision for a, a, that corridor to run all the way from Bibra Drive in the east, uh, which is the start of that wetland section near Fiona Stanley Hospital, and it runs right across on the east-west link to the beach in South Fremantle. We have two chains of lakes, the saltwater lakes on the coast, like um, Manning Park area, and then the freshwater lakes from Bibra going down. They are north-south lake systems, but our nature can't get across the east-west divide. We need to be able to those, allow those animals to get across east-west, and this is the link that's important. So you could walk that 10 kilometres 
through the most beautiful bushland and some areas need to be restored but we've got fantastic chewets on the western side and we've got that Bankshire woodland and then the wetlands are really important ephemeral wetlands on the eastern side. We have a path network plan and a signage plan for the area so people will be able to meander to walk through from one area and have information displays about the Noongar heritage in the area, about our, our flora and fauna and really engage in that area. During COVID, we realised how important nature is for people to get out. And uh, I think this will be a beautiful spot for everyone to enjoy. Kaya, hello, my name is Logan Howlett, the Mayor of the City of Coburn. As our children were growing up, they were always exploring the bushland and wetlands, going for long walks with us. And of course, now we're very fortunate that our grandchildren living in the family home just nearby have that same opportunity. Uh, a place to learn, a place to explore, a place to listen. And uh, we often would go down there with our family and stand there just quietly, close our eyes and absorb the energy, absorb the breeze, whatever was there. And of course, by doing that, you could listen to the activity that was taking place. Birds singing, communicating, and other movements could just be the light breeze on your face, which really did bring over an amazing feeling to you. I would like to see a green corridor maintained, an opportunity for people to be out walking, cycling, exploring the natural environment, having Aboriginal elders providing guided tours through the area at a place where people can understand and respect the Aboriginal culture and heritage, but importantly, European culture and heritage, and how we can work together to achieve a great outcome, one that invites tourists to come from all over the world to understand this important place and location and how it needs to be kept and maintained. So you need to be vigilant at every time, every corner you turn. And of course, future governments can change things, but I think the community support now, and I've seen it grow over 30 or 40 years, I've seen it grow and I doubt, doubt if any government would ever go back and revisit it. Hi, I'm Andrea Gaynor and I'm a convener of the Belia Group of Professors for Environmental Responsibility. Unfortunately, while the myth of jobs versus environment is still in currency, I think there is a chance we could see another row eight. The current Aboriginal heritage legislation wouldn't prevent it, and there's still, in fact, a danger that row eight could be built. So while the corridor has been removed from the Metropolitan Region Scheme and the environmental planning approvals have been removed, Main Roads has built that Whopper interchange at the freeway, row highway intersection that makes it possible, and the land to the west still hasn't been alienated. Essentially what we saw in Row 8 was a government hoping that they could use the Row 8 issue as a wedge to lure voters away from Labor by demonstrating their pro-development anti-green credentials and it backfired badly. And I think that so long as we still have that myth of jobs versus environment and needing to choose one or the other and the kind of identity politics that go along with it, you're either a worker or a greenie, so long as that kind of dichotomy is still in place, then I think we could see similar kinds of political strategies unfolding again. 
There's been a lot of great work done on the, uh, the site of the clearing with rehabilitation and restoration. So some of the bushland regenerated quite naturally from the um, seed bank that was in the ground. Uh, some of it has had to be replanted and of course there's been a lot of weeding work that's been done by local people. And I think that's fantastic. As I said, there's so much love for that area and people have shown that by turning up and doing that work of uh, weed removal, rubbish removal and so on. So a lot of the corridor is coming back and there's also some improved but sensitive community access to it. So there, there are walk paths being built through that area so that people can use it but in a sensitive way without, without damaging it. And of course it forms part of a bigger plan for a wetlands to waves green corridor. There's a lot of interest in urban nature and its importance for human health and well-being at the moment and I think that this is a great moment for that corridor to be restored back to its, its former health.